idea of the breath of fresh air. We've been talking about the practice of the presence of God, and our last time we were together, it was by the Spirit of God that we see being in Him, beginning to grow in His Word, and boldly coming to the throne of grace. We see the relationship that we have with God through faith in Him by His Spirit. But how do we get His Spirit? How do we receive the Holy Spirit? In Luke chapter 11, beginning in verse 9, it says there, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And that was none other than Jesus himself who said those words to us. And it's very simple, really, just to ask. He's saying, just ask him. Now, in John chapter 16, beginning in verse 24, again, Jesus speaking, says, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I come forth from God. Now I came forth from the Father, and have come into the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure to figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you come forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now we can speak plainly, Jesus said. We who are born again, who are being in him, who are growing in the word of God, and we are continuing constantly to grow in the word, we must continue to eat spiritually. Jesus said, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every single word of God. We simply ask, we simply ask, we continue to ask, and we have access to the throne of God so that we can boldly come to the throne of grace. But the thing I want to point out to you that's really, really important, practicing the presence of God is a continual relationship. It's not something we do just when we're in trouble. Oh, well, let's pray because we're in trouble. You know, I, I want to present to you a different idea. Talk to him all the time. Hang out with Jesus. 
he says that we're in him and he's in us. So we have this ongoing relationship with him. And so just hang out with Jesus. You know, you, if, if, for those of you that are married, if you're married, you're in a relationship, you know, your relationship is, is very couched. You don't, you know, get all formal with your spouse and say, hey, thou art looking groovy today. Maybe we should have some prayer. You know, you don't do that or your marriage would be probably pretty short lived. You just hang out and you be yourself. It's really important to just be yourself. Couch it, you know, just hang out with the Lord and do it all day long. The best way to hear from the Lord is by his word, the word of God. And if the word of God's not in your heart, then it's going to be very difficult for him to, to, to speak to you by it, isn't it? Or if you're not ever reading it. But if you read the word, and like a psalmist said, your word, O God, have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. You've got the word hidden in your heart. It makes it really easy to hear from the Lord. And, you know, like he says, you know, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. You've got two ears and one mouth God has given you. And so that tells me that I should listen twice as much as I speak. Go into a time with the Lord expecting to hear from Him and spend time listening for Him. Get into the Word, but spend time listening to His voice, listening to Him to speak to you by His Word, by His Holy Spirit. Take a pen and a notebook with you and and listen for the Lord. Expect Him to speak with you. And then, you know, all day long, just as you're walking and, and talking and, and doing your thing, you know, you can talk to the Lord constantly. I do. I'm a basket case for Jesus. I mean, Lord, where's my keys? You know, and he'll reveal himself that way. He will. He gets really real. If you get really real, you know, he's there to help you for everything all the time. But he's not just a genie, you know, in a bottle to give you what you want. But he is there for you to, to help you. And he's into what you're into. As long as it's not sinful, you know, but you'd be surprised. You know, if you just spend the time with them and be in God and hang out, you know, I want to share some verses again. First John five, and we're going to end with this right here. Verse beginning verse 11. This is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Now keep emphasizing that don't I? in him, in him, in him. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. Now, I want to emphasize that you spend the time and just look at those verses that I just read. Look at those verses in this next group that I'm going to close with. Look at them closely and just spend time meditating on them and, and wait for the Lord to speak to you from them. And I guarantee you, he will. Why can I say that? Because he just did, didn't he? He just said that we will have the petitions that we ask. We have that confidence in him. Now I'm going to close with these few verses. I'm running out of time here. 
In Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is a prayer. From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. God bless you guys, and amen.